whoever and wherever you are. You're listening to We Hate Small Talk with Cindy and Iman. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of We Hate Small Talk. Today, we will be talking about FOMO, and we think that this is a quite timely episode because Doug Ford is about to open up our restaurants and bars and um, capacity limits are not going to be a thing anymore. And we feel like with that, inevitably, we're going to be having more social interactions and also FOMO. Yeah, it's kind of strange to think about how we're almost going back to like 2019 times. Like, I don't think I will ever be as hyped up or excited about going outside like I was back then in this, you know, new normal, whatever that is. Yeah, I feel you. I definitely feel like 2019 is a lifetime away. Um, But I am um, excited to talk about this topic with you. And I think we're going to start off with talking about our first experiences or memories of when we felt FOMO and uh, situations that make us feel FOMO the most, if COVID has had an impact on that, and any prevention techniques or methods that we use to prevent us from feeling a FOMO. And at the end, um, we're going to also talk a little bit about JOMO. And if we have some time, we'll even dive into a quiz. All right. So I feel like COVID has been kind to me in the way that it's allowed my hermit side to come out like full throttle. Like I haven't had to think about FOMO or social interactions. But if you were to think back, like maybe way back or maybe it's closer to where we are today, where was your first realization of what FOMO was or like the first time you experienced it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think how I interpret the term FOMO is kind of knowing that people are going somewhere or getting invited to something and knowing that you're being left out. I don't know if that's like how the term FOMO actually is, but my first memory of feeling that FOMO feeling was when I was probably in elementary school honestly and I used to swim so I think the particular memory that I'm thinking about is like a bunch of girls the popular girls from the swim team were going somewhere and I think it was like a sleepover or something that I heard about them talking about during practice and then I I just remember like not getting an invite and feeling like um, left out and like just not feeling great about that. I don't know if that constitutes as FOMO though. I feel like an experience like that could definitely kickstart FOMO because like to me, FOMO is like the fear of missing out, right? So oftentimes maybe you're not even supposed to be invited to something or like it's something that like doesn't matter, but you still get that feeling of, oh my gosh, I wish I was there or I wish I could be there. So I don't know, like it's kind of tricky to navigate, but I think especially for me, like I, I still can't really pinpoint what that feeling is because maybe my first actual instance of FOMO was like in first year, like in university. Like prior to that, I'd never really cared about what people were doing <laughs> outside of like the times that I saw them. Um, and a lot of times it was like mandatory, like you invite all the girls in the class or like, you know, you invite the entire group of people and it's just an open invite, right? Um, but in first year, because there was like so many more people that I was meeting and, you know, you add them on Snap, like, which was the big thing back in the 
2000s um and then like Mm -hmm. you basically like see the stories of where people are on snap and like i would see all these stories about people in cool places or like in like locations and i'd be like where the heck is that and why am i not there right like it's like that's what i think about when i think of fomo Mm -hmm. and i think that's like probably my first real experience and that feeling has honest to god like lessened (laughs) the more i've grown older yeah so it's been kind of weird i definitely think that if i were to um, think about fomo from social media probably the first time i felt it Mm. was also in university because i don't think um, before that our generation used social media that much like i'm trying to remember like in high school if i used instagram like that much and i don't think i did I don't think, like, the culture was to, like, post everything that you were doing online until we were in first year of university. Honestly, yeah. And it was harder to feel FOMO because you didn't know what other people were doing, right? Like you said, the only way you knew something happened was if people talked about it. And, like, because, you know, you only had your, like, circle of friends or your close group, like, the chance of that happening were pretty low. But then all of a sudden with, like, social media, you were exposed to, like, what, like, thousand people were doing right so it's like harder to not feel FOMO when there's so many new streams of like what you could be doing or like streams of formation exactly I feel like when I was a kid and into high school I wasn't really worried about what other people were doing Mm -hmm. because you couldn't actively see it and (laughs) also because like I think when we're kids a lot of our life is structured for us right whether it's from school or extracurricular activities or what our parents want us to do so like a lot of our free time ends up getting filled by all these things that we have to do but once we get older and we have more uh, autonomy on how we spend our time I think that's also when we try to like look at what our friends are doing and maybe that's when the comparison and the FOMO starts Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think, like, FOMO comes from definitely, like, what you said, like, being a little lost and maybe, like, being unhappy with your current state so that when you look at what other people are doing or their lives, you feel that, like, that's better, right? Like, the grass is greener on the other side. So you kind of feel that fear of even missing out on things that perhaps you didn't even want, right? It's a weird complex feeling i would say Mm -hmm. yeah exactly i guess like are there scenarios where you feel fomo more than others like specific examples of like maybe when you felt fomo i know you gave one about like snapchat but any more that you could think of yeah like snapchat was like years and years ago right (laughs) yeah literally um it's hard for me to say because once again like i don't use social media very much at all so it's hard for me to even know what's out there but maybe a little when like my close friends are talking about like experiences um and it's like completely brand new information to me maybe i feel fomo that they didn't tell me not that i wanted to be there but almost like oh wow like you know we were like such good friends and like this is such a big experience that you had in your life or like something that you did and like not that like they would have to notify me but i just feel like oh like why didn't you share right like it's like I'd love to be happy with you. Mm-hmm. I guess like it's a good thing that you don't have social media um, <laughs> because you kind of shield yourself from unnecessary FOMO. And mm-hmm. because I do have social media, I think that I probably feel FOMO way more than you. Like, for example, during the pandemic, when we were all isolated to our own homes, mm-hmm. 
the only way that you could really stay connected with other people was through social media a lot of the times mm-hmm. um and i have never felt more fomo than during the pandemic honestly uh-huh. like even though we have more ability to like hang out with each other before the pandemic um i think it was just seeing like people hang out during the pandemic and like not being invited to that or like the fear of not doing as much with my life as other people are during the pandemic like the fear of wasting away my (laughs) precious 20s I think that really got to me during the pandemic and like it was something that I would actively journal and reflect about like why I was feeling that way Mm. yeah I don't know if you felt like that too I guess like my situation is like actually opposite to yours because I've never felt less FOMO than during this pandemic and lockdown like I think even before, you know, if you're watching vlogs or, like, if you're watching, like, not even just your friends, but, like, like celebrities or, like, people you follow on, like, the internet and seeing them, like, go travel or do things with their lives, like, I used to feel slight FOMA at that, like, oh, if they could do it, like, why can't I, right? Like, am I missing out on this, like, area of life that I just haven't unlocked in some way? But because of the pandemic, like, I think it's, like, just kind of ingrained in my brain like no one's going to be able to do this um anyways because everything's shut down and even if they did I would look upon it with like more of like a negative perception like how are you traveling with no regard for like other people's lives and having like vacation and the time of your life when there's like COVID right like it still exists so I genuinely felt less FOMO because I was like if Mm. I'm feeling this way i'm sure like hundreds of other people are feeling the same way too like we're all kind of in this together i agree to a certain extent like i think that there are definitely a lot of professions that don't get the liberty of like traveling Mm -hmm. during these last two years like it was like the worst time of their lives professionally because they were just so busy Mm -hmm. and overwhelmed so i think that with fomo it's definitely exacerbated with social media and I think it's like often linked and tied to social media Mm -hmm. I guess like for you do you have things that you do to actively prevent yourself from feeling FOMO I know that you don't have social media um when it comes to like Instagram and stuff but for the times that you did feel FOMO like what would you have done I think like a lot of FOMO like is related to like overthinking right like it's like you play out all of these scenarios in your head of like why you weren't invited or like why you're not there and like at the end of the day I just try to like remind myself um to be happy with where I am and like if you know people aren't inviting me to things or if I'm not like traveling in a tropical island like there's a reason for that right and to kind of accept that reality instead of wishing for things that weren't mine to begin with and also really just practicing like gratitude like being happy with what I have currently right like not reaching or asking for things that are out of my control and that kind of grounds me in a state where I don't care what other people are doing right like I'm happy for them if they're living their best life but at the end of the day like I'm living my life and the only things I can change and are within my control are the things I can have like FOMA about but if I'm having FOMA about them I should just do it right like it's like it's like if you have FOMO about, you know, not visiting somewhere or not doing a thing, like, just do it. Like, what's stopping you? Unless there's restrictions, then, like, don't do it. But, like, now that things are opened up, you don't have an excuse of saying, oh, they're doing it, but I, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that um, gratitude is such a big thing that, honestly, I don't think I do enough of. And I feel like 
once you shift your mentality, like once you stop overthinking, once you remind yourself of what you actually do have in your life, that's when the FOMO disappears. Mm-hmm. It's only really triggered by social media. And if you are secure enough in your own self, then you should be able to like surpass that. Yeah. I guess I'm just worried that we're growing up in an age where younger kids who grow up with social media, they might not have the ability to like build up their security Mm. in themselves so they might start feeling FOMO at a much younger age and that could result in a lot of issues when they're older yeah no that's definitely the case I feel like younger and younger people are seeing like what's out there like with so much information available to them like I don't even know like maybe part like things existed until you know we got older because it was just not readily available to us but at the end of the day I think like surround yourself with friends and people that are secure um like relationships that are strong and like when you have friends like that like they're going to share with you like what's happening in their lives they'll invite you to things like you'll never have to really worry that they're like you know snaking you behind your back or like purposely leaving you out because that's just not the type of people they are right so like if you're satisfied and secure in a relationship what's there to feel FOMO about Mm -hmm. yeah 100% and I feel like um, friendships relationships of any kind are like a two-way street Mm -hmm. so if you're the type to always invite others think of others and um, ensure that everyone is included like then hopefully you'll (laughs) find the kind of people in your life who will return that and do that for you and obviously like putting effort into your friendships will hopefully return like the same effort back yeah and at the end of the day even if it doesn't at least you can say like i've tried like i did my part if you know the person doesn't do their part then like did you really want them in your life in the first place like maybe it's better that you know they're out of your life and not giving you that fomo (laughs) yeah exactly I guess like the new term that I saw on the internet once when I was like googling FOMO and everything was JOMO. Have you ever heard of JOMO before? I literally have not heard that like ever. So when you first said it, I thought you like, <laughs> I thought you were trying to say FOMO, but like misspoke or something. <laughs> um, apparently it's, uh, it's a term that people actually use. It stands for joy of missing out. So what it means is um, like enjoying personal time without going out or having the um, need to share it on social media. Um, And like the idea is like being able to find activities that give you JOMO. Um, So I was thinking maybe I can share some of my activities that give me JOMO (laughs) and Um, you can share some of yours that give you joy. Yeah, sounds good. I would say, honestly, like, now, most of the things that I do, I try not to share it on social media. Like, I still post on my story, but I think, like, a lot of times before I post on my story, I'll, like, ask myself why I'm posting. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's because, you know, I really just am proud of what I did and I just, like feel the need to like share it and like capture it and maybe it's a really great picture and like maybe I spent a lot of effort but I feel like there are times when like if I'm just posting to show people that I have like (laughs) friends or a social life then like that's when I would like not post you Mm -hmm. know so I think that 
like being aware of why you're posting and if it would contribute to like someone else's FOMO is really important. Um, I think like JOMO activities are like as mundane as like reading a book Mm -hmm. or um, watching a good movie or like going to the gym. And like, I think all of those things are things that like give me joy and like, especially things that like actively take up like my mental energy so that I'm not like reaching for my phone to go on social media and I'm not like enticed to like look at what other people are doing. Those are all things that like give Mm -hmm. me JOMO. Yeah. I feel like this is like a kind of hard question because like, honestly, I feel like everything gives me JOMO if I don't have to socially interact (laughs) with people. Wow, a true yeah, like it's like answer. even thinking about it, I'm like, what gives me Jomo? What gives me Jomo is not is I guess missing out. <laughs> like that gives me Jomo, because honestly, like I think at the end of the day, as we get older, I'm more selective of like how I spend my time and like what can help me alleviate like the mental and physical strain of just being at work. Um, and it's like really important, right? Because after your nine to five, mm-hmm. no matter how much you try, it's difficult to like divert your attention to like a lot of different other things or a lot of people. So it's like picking selective activities that as cheesy as it sounds, enrich your like mind and body. Like oftentimes, like you said, like reading mm-hmm. gives me a lot of JOMO. Like I would rather read than like mm-hmm. go to a freaking party or like, you know, go out. I would rather, you know, spend time with my family, which I think is super precious because we're at the age mm-hmm. of like moving out and like spending less and less time with our parents. So I kind of want to squeeze as much as I can <laughs> out of this period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since it's giving me an excuse to, you know, live at home, like be with them, have meals with them, like cook with them, things like this, like give me a lot of JOMO. And I think just like Mm -hmm. I'm not as concerned with what other people are doing if I'm happy with what I'm doing, right? Like, so just finding things that make you happy. Yeah, and as you were talking, um, I was trying to reflect on like different kinds of activities during Mm. different times of day because I feel like I'm more likely to feel FOMO on a Friday night than I am oh, on a Saturday morning. Okay. I think it's honestly based on like media mm-hmm. and stereotypes right. of what you should yeah. be doing on each day. Like on a Monday to Thursday, I will be perfectly happy not having any social interaction because like <laughs> you're not really supposed to be, you know, like no one's pressuring you to like go out or like have dinner with friends on Mm -hmm. a weekday when you're busy with work but like as soon as friday night hits i don't know why but like in my head there's some sort of unspoken pressure to like have a social plan because i'm like it's friday night like why am i at home alone you know and i don't know if you feel that too where where certain days are more susceptible to you feeling fomo because like i feel like on weekends in the morning i am perfectly happy even if i saw a million (laughs) social media posts i would be so happy just like staying at home Mm. reading a good book but like once friday night or saturday night hits i'm like okay like (laughs) where are my social plans what's the plan you know where are we going yeah um yeah i definitely see that like i feel like friday night is like a like a marketing scheme where they try to get you out to hit the town Mm -hmm. and it's like a way to unwind from like the week and how like 
busy or tired you are during the work week. Mm-hmm. So like when we were at school, I definitely felt that because like I think for our traditions, like Thursday night, you need to be like going out with your friends, hitting the bars, things like that at school. So it was like a tradition Friday night because mm-hmm. there was Saturday you could recover. So you would go hard Friday night like you need to be somewhere. Otherwise, you're kind of wasting your time or you hear like the music blaring. Right. And you kind of feel like, oh, man, like mm-hmm. I should be making the most out of like my university experience Mm -hmm. but now at work i honestly don't get that on fridays because i am just so tired from all the pent-up stress (laughs) and anxiety that i literally will go to bed sometimes at like 8 p.m on fridays and just like sleep for like 14 (laughs) hours like not even kidding (laughs) i love that because i fully believe you would do that um, oh, believe me, it's just it's like a bi-weekly tradition. Like I shut <laughs> off my phone, I put my diffuser on, I'm in bed. Like sometimes like my parents will be like, are you good? Like, are you something wrong? Are you sick? I'm like, no, I just like would rather literally spend my time sleeping and being unconscious than to be conscious right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's one good way to avoid FOMO. Just like knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. literally. But I guess like, if you're to pinpoint like a time of day you feel FOMO the most, I'm willing to bet usually it's um, like the evening for people because that's when, you know, everything gets dark, it gets mm-hmm. kind of quiet, you get kind of lonely, you know, sad boy emo hours, like that kind of hits you and you're like, oh mm-hmm. my God, like, you know, I wish there were mm-hmm. someone here with me right now or like someone I can talk to so I'm not like alone in my thoughts. And I'm sure like everyone gets that. Like I honestly get that. I'm not like made out of like, rock so like i get that too <laughs> no matter how much it seems i'm glad that you established that with our audience you know i think people were starting to get worried yeah i know like people were kind of concerned like is she just a pebble um no i have feelings too <laughs> so like i definitely feel that loneliness hit but honestly for me i think it hits kind of like weirdly like sunday night i don't know if other people get like the sunday night blues but like i'm looking at like the next work week and dreading it so much i just want someone to like be there let's do something like end off the week with like something nice so that i can hold on to that once i start work again Mm. wow talking about it like am i in a toxic relationship with my work um maybe but who isn't (laughs) That's interesting that you said Sunday night because I feel like Sunday night, if it's going to be any night that I sleep early, it's going to be Sunday because it's like I need to like mentally prepare myself for the week ahead. (laughs) So like I want to sleep early and um, and so like when you sleep, you don't have time to think Mm. and get in those Sunday scary blues. But I can kind of see Mm. that. Um, I think. For me, it would be like that Friday Mm. night because of all the marketing (laughs) um, that we have been conditioned to consume. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do think like to prevent that from happening, I will always like try and make plans for Friday night, even if it's with my mom. Like I will always like try not to be alone because I know like I will be susceptible Mm -hmm. to it 
to the FOMO <laughs> blues. So, like, I will, like, try and, um, yeah, like, prevent that from happening. Yeah. I think it's, like, Sunday night is a good time for reflection. Um, And this <laughs> this is almost, like, don't overthink, but overthink. But, no, like, it's, like, reflection on how the week went, how you are, and to, like, set yourself up for the next week in the best way you can. Like, go over your agenda, what things do you need to do, like plan something nice for yourself at the end of the week as a treat almost like so you Mm -hmm. can make it through another week (laughs) oh my god do you plan things like nice things for yourself at the end yeah like usually on weekends i always have like a running tradition to do something with my mom like we have like our mommy daughter dates and we like eat something nice we go on a hike together we talk and like chat or we bake together like it's just something there so like it's like something you can look forward to we also run errands um and like you know just like that is so yeah, cute like, yeah we're so cute um no <laughs> but like what i used to do which was probably not as healthy is that i would like online shop and like have packages come in and like that was a thing i used to look forward to and like yeah for a period of time during covid that was my like go-to to to not feel fomo in a sense of like oh i could be doing this with like my 20s or like this is what i thought was going to be my 20s almost like fomo of myself in a sense i don't know i don't even know if that makes sense like what i could have been or what i could have become Um, but I, I tried to like push that away by engaging in some retail therapy, but then I realized that was just like bad on my wallet and bad also for my future plans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like just not setting yourself up for any kind of success. Literally. So (laughs) I'm kidding. kidding. No, I stopped that. So now my like go-to things are to like, you know, go on a walk, listen to some like podcast episodes or like read a book and that Mm -hmm. kind of re-engineers my brain into like this is the present like let's not think about anything else yeah a hundred percent I really like how you touched on like reflecting on Sundays and like I guess like setting yourself up for success for the Mm -hmm. week ahead like I think that people who tend to feel less FOMO are people who like know what they're doing with their (laughs) life like that have strong like goals Mm -hmm. in front of them and I think like for me when I had like strong goals ahead of me, it didn't matter what kind of situation I was in. I I would like not feel FOMO. Like for example, in university, when you were referring to like the Friday night, us living in red bricks, us um, having those thin walls, being able to hear all of our neighbors partying on Friday nights, Saturday nights, Thursday nights, <laughs> honestly, like Tuesday and Wednesday nights Every too. day of the week. Like every day of the week we heard partying and I never felt FOMO. I don't think I ever um, thought to myself like, wow, I really wish I was them right now. Like I really should be making the most of my university experience because like to me, like I was making the most of my university experience by staying in my room and studying <laughs> or like by like focusing on like my job mm-hmm. apps, you know? Um, so like I think during that time, like I had such a clear goal in mind of like what I wanted to achieve that um no like social event was gonna make me feel like I wasn't doing the right thing with the time Mm -hmm. that I have but I think like the reason why I felt more FOMO during the pandemic and more FOMO like as an adult maybe is because like right now at least I don't have like that clear goal in Mm -hmm. mind 
like that milestone that I'm really aiming towards because like it's more arbitrary now yeah and I guess the way to solve that is just set clear goals for yourself then like if there's no markers laid out ahead of you like we used to have then obviously the way to combat that is to set markers with yourself or you know figure out what are some things that you can work towards that would make you more happy it doesn't have to be work related right it could be like oh a hobby that I want to get better at and it kind of pushes you to like do something with your time um and if it fills up your day even just a little bit that's just like a little less FOMO that you could feel (laughs) yeah a hundred percent Okay, so now we've reached the quiz part of our episode where I'll say some prompts and then um, we'll both answer whether we agree, slightly agree or disagree with the prompts. Mm -hmm. And um, this is just a measure of like how much FOMO you're susceptible to Mm -hmm. feeling. And feel free to play along with us, um, answer these questions in your head and it'll give us all a good pulse check. Maybe um, it'll also help us reflect and reevaluate some of the things that, you know, might give us FOMO or might not. And yeah, we'll see. All right. (laughs) Aye, aye, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so number one is I fear that others have more rewarding experiences than I do. Um, like, I feel like this one's slightly, um, it's like, I can't help but be concerned about my progression with, like, work or, like, with just personal life in comparison to, like, other people my age. I think, like, there's an invisible competition that everyone's in, um, but it's like, could I have done that? And if not, like, honestly, like, yeah, I know myself, I wouldn't really care, but if it was within grasp and I was just too lazy, I get kind of mad at myself. Mm -hmm. I would agree with you. I think that even though now, like, you know, they say we're all on our own race, (laughs) it's still, like, kind of hard to truly believe Mm -hmm. that. I think that also we probably come from, like, a graduating class that is competitive with each other. Like, we were literally raised that way. (laughs) So, um, yeah, like, sometimes all... Like, I think maybe I think about this question more in the context of, like, work and my professional career. But, like, I think, yeah, if I see on LinkedIn other people doing cool things, I'll be like, like, shoot, what am I doing with my life? You Mm -hmm. know, like, I could probably be doing something a bit more rewarding. You're doing cool things too, Eman. (laughs) Yeah, you too. But, like, let's be real. We could both be in more rewarding careers. Yeah, doing cooler things. But, you know, once again, gratitude, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gratitude. Yeah, gratitude. Literally. Okay, I am continuously online in order to not miss out on anything. Okay, I am continuously online. <laughs> yeah, me too. I am continuously online, but, but like not to not miss out just because my days. Yeah, like I'm just like doom scrolling to like fill the time or like just trying to find something interesting to pique my attention, but not in the sense of, like, keeping tabs or, like, oh, my God, what's going on? Um, where should we link up? Like, that type of vibe? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Okay, last one is when I see others doing something cool on social media, I often think to myself that their lives are probably better than mine. I mean, I feel like we've touched on this. Like, yeah, more less so I want to be them and more I wish I could also 
live my best life in that sense. Like, I wish I could reach my maximum potential. Mm-hmm. So it's more like FOMO of what I potentially could have been than like FOMO from someone else. Exactly. It's like, I don't actually wish to be there mm-hmm. with them, but I do wish that like I was living my best life too. Yeah, exactly. So it's weirdly like inward FOMO and maybe like that's the best part of FOMO like it pushes you to be better and it serves as kind of a fuel um, for you to reach your potential so turning it it into kind of positive competition with yourself Mm -hmm. it's also important to realize that like you're only seeing the highlights and it's impossible to be living your best life all the time yeah so like life is a balanced beam you know you gonna have your highs and lows exactly your troughs and peaks the lows get low the highs get high so i mean that's the other thing right like it's like you never see other people's lows so you feel like you're the only one but like think about it who like what average 20 year old is literally living their best life every single day with no worries like damn that is fictional definitely (laughs) and even if it isn't i will like brainwash myself into thinking it's fictional because like i don't need that in my life (laughs) exactly no negative perfect life energy exactly is needed okay well that was the end of our mini quiz and the end of our podcast episode for this week um we hope that you related to us somewhat and maybe you even learned a little bit about yourself and um, your FOMO tendencies Um, so thank you for tuning in yeah and always remember feel some more JOMO in your life figure out things that bring you happiness and maybe this podcast is one of them once again follow us on Instagram at we hate small talk and Hit the follow button for whatever platform you're listening to us on. See you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.